Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Card Counter. My name is Shabazz, and of course, I'm joined by my other counters, Daniel and Anthony. Daniel, how are you doing today? If you had to describe a card in the deck uh-huh. for to assign to both of us, uh-huh. what would you give me? What would y'all you give me? You know <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all be jokers. You know that. jokers. Okay. Yeah, no one, Wait, and no you, kings over you, here. There's right? no joker in... In a fifty-two in a, in a fifty-two game. cards. Yeah, there's no Joker. Yeah, well, you'd be the instruction then. Like, like, oh, how to clean your cards? You'd be, you'd be okay. the box. Give us the cards coming. Card number. Don't. Okay, fine. You would be like the one of hearts. Man, the one of hearts. Heart. Just call it. Just, just call it a oh, couple of aces. You're, you're a nine of hearts. I'm a nine of hearts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're a fifteen of uh, windows. Shay has clearly never. What seen are cards, a, by the way? What are you guys talking about? What's this movie about? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, you guys are both aces, man. Good. Honestly, okay, smoking good. aces, if I could say. Oh. I would say that. I'd kill you both. Is what I'm trying to say. Is that a movie, right? Smoking, smoking aces. aces yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's an art movie, actually. Yeah, Anyways, we're not here to review smoking aces. We're here to review the card counter. One of my professors was actually in smoking aces. And did she have a good role? Uh, not. The biggest role, but she was in it. <laughs> what, who was your professor? Listen, we, we don't have time, Shay. We don't have time. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We are still in the hunt for 200 five-star reviews. We're getting closer and closer, inching every day towards it. Uh, and join our Discord and write into our show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Write in us an email, please. We love reading emails. You know, when we do, when we read emails, they'll always be like, mail's here. You know, right? No, don't you guys make that sound? Yeah, don't acknowledge. Don't I acknowledge. almost left again. You almost left again, but you laughed while you left, eh? So you were like, ha, 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 and I'm getting up. <laughs> Check out our show notes for all those links and more. I'm going to kick it over to Daniel for some mediocre announcements. Um, just kidding. First announcement, I, I just need to make a correction. She was in Shoot 'em Up, not Smoking Aces. Oh, wow. So first of all, you get the movie wrong. Yeah. And second of all, you don't see the announcements. So <laughs> a lot of disappointment to leave. For. Maybe it was Smoking Aces. I'm not too sure. Uh, but... You already know what I'm going to tell you, Shay. I already know. What am I going to tell you right now? You know what? You're going to say the things that you always want to say every day. We have an amazing lineup of guests that have joined us on the movie podcast over the last few months. Most recently, Young Lee, the action designer and filmmaker who worked on Shang-Chi, Pacific Rim, The Kingsman 2, The Kingsman, and so many more. Uh, We have a great conversation with him on the movie podcast this week, so definitely listen to that brand new episode uh we also have tons of reviews if you like this review guess what we decided you know what let's do a bunch of reviews before this review mm-hmm. so you can listen to all of those as well uh coming soon what if episode five probably out by the time you're listening to this review so Who knows? we don't even know when we recorded this. we don't know i don't know what day it is yeah um also tiff is happening we're Th- there right now we're there right now so make sure you're following us at all of those places shabazz set up at the beginning of this episode uh, so you can see exactly what we're watching, what we're doing, and what we're covering. Um, yeah, it's 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 a good time to be listening to the movie podcast. Every time is a good time to be listening to the movie podcast. I was going to say, it's always a good time. It's the, always a good time. The movie we're talking about today, again, is The Card Counter, and it stars Oscar Isaac, Willem Dafoe, Tiffany Haddish, and Ty Sheridan, directed by Paul Schrader, and it will be available September 10th, 2021. Thank you to our friends over at VVS for letting us watch this movie. And I'm going to kick it over to Anthony for the synopsis. Redemption is the long game and Paul Schrader is the card counter. 
told with Schrader's trademark cinematic intensity, the revenge thriller tells the story of an ex-military interrogator turned gambler hunted by the ghosts of his past decision. <laughs> That's you, about to put you a pause on the ghost and like, wait, what, what movie did I watch? I must have watched I also movie. said hunted. I meant haunted. haunted. Um, That's why hunted by the ghost. And features riveting performances from stars Oscar Isaac, Tiffany Haddish, Ty Sheridan, and William Defoe. Or William Defoe. William Defoe. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Thank you. Daniel, hit us with your first reactions to the card counter. Schrader's trademark cinematic intensity, I think, is a very uh, very apt description for this film. You know, this is the filmmaker, this is the writer behind Taxi Driver and Raging Bull. And those are very much stories that are slow burn centered around a character just kind of going through the motions. And um, one thing that I think this movie does really well is not showcase the world of gambling in this, like this glamour and this like allure that you want to follow. You know, the reality of this world is that this guy's a card counter, Oscar Isaac. He almost feels like he's within a trance in this movie. And you mean that in the sense of just like his line delivery, he's very mellow. He's very like, posts like being a soldier where he just kind of delivers things just very monotone he's very stoic that way um and i like that this movie just kind of showcases these casinos as kind of depressing places and you know when you see movies like wolf of wall street and um casino and you see oceans 11 and 21 and all these like movies that center around center around gambling like there's this like this cool glamour to it and the thing that like man i want to do that but what this movie does really well, I think, is make it showcase that, like, man, like this is actually kind of a depressing thing to be part of, especially when you're seeing all these casinos in places outside of Vegas, right? And you see them kind of just driving. Like, this film is shot very just... I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find the word. It's just almost... I, I'm going to say it's just very plain looking, and I don't mean that, like, as a negative. I just mean that as, like, it's almost like a documentary where it's just, like, there's nothing very cinematic looking about this movie, it just almost paints a very real world scenario. Now, my thoughts on the movie itself. Um, I do think that this movie, for only being about two hours long, um, was as a snail's pace of a of, of storytelling. You know, Oscar Isaac, yes, Oscar Isaac is always great in everything that he's in. Um, but even in this film, he's just... I feel like we were seeing a character... We were given a character, but there was layers to him that we could have gone deeper into because like you when you see him like in his hotel rooms and his motel rooms and he's like tying up all the furniture with the sheets and everything there's like a deeper thing there i'm like oh this guy's kind of like there's the wild card there's 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 wild card right like there's something to this guy that i really want to get within his psyche and i don't think this movie did enough to really dive into who this character is what makes him tick yes he's haunted by a ghost or hunted by a ghost um (laughs) Uh, of his past, uh, I and watched a different movie, guys. I'm, honestly, I didn't. Um, I think I think if he was hunted by a ghost, it would yeah. be, be a lot. That's why he had so. That's why he had so many sheets, so he would hide under them, right? <laughs> like, oh no, he's cool. He's a ghost. under the sheets. Like I'm one of you guys. I'm one of you. I'm one of you. Um, but I think this movie doesn't do enough to really dive into really making it a character study. It just it just feels kind of one note throughout the movie. And again, not that I wanted it to make gambling and poker and all of this stuff and blackjack. A, like glamorous but i did at least want it to make it feel interesting and for a movie called the card counter i don't think it showcases enough of that to really feel like this movie is like i'm, I'm trying to think like is this movie more of a 
an internal drama or is this movie about counting cards? Like there's it's it's a weird in between where I'm not too sure this movie balances telling both stories. Like yeah. I almost wish that it focused on one thing. Like, yes, let's focus on this guy who's gonna get rich, go city to city and makes money. But it also I think the side story kind of takes up too much of it of the plot where it's where it leaves me kind of lukewarm on both fronts. Yeah. Right? How about you, Anthony? I like I think I don't know if it was the director's intention, but I feel like the card counting part or or the gambling part was not really it was just there. It was, it was just, just that's something that life, happens. But it. this is really what is happening. Exactly. And it's like you just couldn't disconnect the two because they really focused on him winning poker games or blackjack games, but they also focused on his past life. And that's where I had issues with the film. I just couldn't disconnect the two. And this movie if really felt like something that I would have watched in the seventies, right? Very, like it's, it's character driven in the sense, like, like taxi driver where you're focusing on one guy who has all these characters around him, but you want to know more. And there are points where you just, they don't tell you enough. They don't tell you why he wraps up the furniture. They don't tell you what he was doing, what type of interrogation he was doing at um, Guantanamo. Um, and, it became, I became disinterested in it because it just wouldn't, it just super slow getting to the point. And when you got to the point, you didn't feel, you didn't empathize with anything that was happening. Right. I think too, with that, I think, you know, Ty Sheridan, Tiffany Haddish, Oscar Isaac, Willem Dafoe, um, they're all just kind of, I, I feel like their just line delivery is just very mm-hmm. monotone, all of them. So whenever they're talking to one another or, you know, Oscar Isaac um, has like a, a relationship with Tiffany Haddish's character. Um, it just it doesn't seem like when it when it kind of develops, you're just like, oh, okay, I guess I guess we're doing this now. Like it didn't it didn't feel like there was any kind of real build up or chemistry yeah. between the, their characters in the movie to really warrant where things went, especially where this movie ends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think my biggest thing was just you know we were watching it and it just felt like a series of events but not a story. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I had an, I just had an issue with connecting to any of the characters or caring about what the characters were doing, and I kept wanting to find it interesting because the first, I think, maybe five to ten minutes of this movie, you know, seem like they're going to go on a very interesting route. You're, you're kind of being taught about Blackjack. You're, you're getting the ins and outs. You see Oscar Isaac's character going to a shady motel and, you know, wrapping everything up in sheets and twine. And, and then from there, it just it totally departs from what you think the movie's going to be about. And you get introduced to all these characters and there's these feverish shots of Guantanamo Bay or, you know, wherever he is in a, in a prison cell, just, you know, beating up prisoners. And again, none of it seems like anybody cares. I think is, is kind of how I felt about the movie. Yeah. It, it just kind of were going along for the ride. And um, I'll be transparent and say that Tiffany Haddish and Oscar Isaac did not have any chemistry at all yeah. in this movie. They were just kind of showing up and doing their scenes and, um, you know, having a romantic side to them also kind of felt weird because they didn't seem like they wanted to be together. Um, and Ty Sheridan just kind of showed up. Willem Dafoe just kind of showed up. Everyone just delivered their lines like it was the first take. Yeah. Like they were just reading off the script and then that's it. Like they didn't do a second cut of it. They just went ahead and did it. And it, it was such a hard film for me to grasp. And I really wanted to to like this movie because I, you know, it felt like it was going to be cool. Like Daniel mentioned, you know, movies about, like, I'm not a gambler at all. I don't gamble. I don't play cards, 
As you guys can tell from the beginning, I don't even, I couldn't even say what cards you guys were. Um, <laughs> we're talking about Uno right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know this movie. Like I, I love Ocean's Eleven. I think about movies like Twenty One, and I know this movie wasn't trying to be that, but I don't know what this movie was trying to be. Yeah. I don't know what the audience for this film is. And that's and I think that's literally what I was about to say. I, I'm looking at this film. I'm like, okay, who's this movie for right now? Again, not every movie needs to be made for a certain audience. But I think every movie should be made with an audience in mind. Of course. In the sense of what enjoyment are we going to get out of this? Is this entertaining? I love slow burns. I'm all for it. And that's why I was finding Oscar Oscar Isaac's performance in this, while very monotone and and very trance-like, I was still enjoying Oscar Isaac. Um, And I'm like, okay, this is just a very like mellow character, very soft-spoken guy. Um, and I like when Oscar Isaac plays these smaller roles because he, we have been seeing him in a lot big, uh, bigger movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing this, I was just like, okay, like, who who am I going to recommend this movie to, mm-hmm. or who who would I say like, oh, like this is a this is this, your is, kind of this is a like, great type of movie, or this is this type of movie? I'm would, not too sure what this movie. Is, I would say you know? if you if we knew like the the couture of film lovers, this might be a movie for them. Yeah, but it's not. Because the performances are just unbelievable. They're just not believable. Yeah. Um, and I, that's, I got this vibe of like, this is like an independent film where it would be shown at a film festival. And it, it is. It's, it's Venice. It's being shown at Venice and people are liking it there. But that's, that's the type of cinema goer who would like this type of right. story. It feels like a, a film festival type film, right? Right. Um, I just couldn't. I just, as... Someone who does both, and I'm very grounded. I just can't recommend this movie to our audience and thinking that they're going to like it. There's, there's no way. What's interesting about this, too, is that this movie definitely goes back to like the classic like narration. It's very kind of like, kind of relies on those tropes and those archetypes of a character narrating. Um, but I also think the narrating would be gone for a while, that when it did come back in, you're like, oh, yeah, like he's, he's narrating this. He's noting this in his journal. He's recapping this as he's in prison or whatever like that right so um it's very interesting i think there's some interesting i i, I think the movie starts and like okay like this from the look of it right away like hey this feels very 70s ish um there's a, he he's this guy he's a card counter he's explaining the rules of how card counting goes and if it kind of stayed down that path while also showing how just depressing the world of gambling is and kind of losing your life that way um that would be one thing but the whole plot of you know being a former soldier and being you know kind of connected to willem dafoe in a way and ty sheridan the way they come together and tiffany haddish i just think it's like a mixture that doesn't work mm-hmm. i was also not a fan of the score um the it, breathing it, the breathing the- there were, so the movie starts with an interesting score it was very 100%. just like synth wavy so it started off kind of cool and then they started incorporating the score into moments of the film where i didn't think it needed to you didn't need to have a score there. You didn't, mu- you didn't mu- need music in that moment because they're just having a simple dialogue exchange and the music's like building up or like overplaying. Yeah. And the audio when they're talking... Yeah, the, was the just, background noise. Yeah, it was very... just interlaced with the background noise. So I wasn't focusing on what they were saying. And I think, Anthony, you brought up the whole ADR moment as well that they had at, at the big light show at sequence. At the museum, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was very off-putting. Cinematography also was not a fan of those scenes that, you know, I'm sure people will love those scenes um, where they're showing the prison. Oh, I get Mo. But there was just something about the griminess of those scenes that it didn't sit well with me because it, not because it looked 
like you know painful to watch but because it just looked so visually displeasing from mm-hmm. what was happening prior and i'm sure there are cinema lovers who will love that about this movie but i think for me it wasn't something that i enjoyed and on top of that with the score and the weird breathing that was happening it was just really throwing me for a loop yeah what's interesting too is that this movie gave me or made me think of the mortanian a lot yeah. um in the sense that they're not they're not super related but just the sense of like thinking about the atrocities that happen in prisons and in federal prisons, things like that. It made me want to go back and revisit the Mauritanian, um, especially with, uh, you know, the 20th anniversary and watching worth uh, of with nine 11 happening. Um, but yeah, I think this, um, I wanted to really like this movie. I think when the first trailer came out, we were just like, okay, this looks a little interesting. This looks a little strange. Sure. <laughs> I like how that's, um, our, that, that's our word. <laughs> yeah. But I think once we actually got it, I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually better than I thought it was going to be, but it's still not um, good. This, Yeah. This it's movie, not good. This yeah. movie gave me vibes of like a Nicholas uh, Winding reference film. 100%. Yes, right? That's, yeah. I just kept thinking of... Like, this, right, like I, Ryan Gosling would have played this role. Only God Forgives kept coming to my mind yeah. where it's a slow burn with no payoff. Yeah. That's what it, that's what it is. It's yeah. a slow burn with no payoff. Yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say now that we can get into our recommendations. Daniel, give us your recommendation of the card counter. You know, I think, Shay, you, you summed it up really nicely there when you said, um, what did you say again? <laughs> <laughs> the slow burn with no payoff? Yes, that's what yeah. you said. Uh, no, honestly, so I think Oscar Isaac's performance is it's interesting to watch. I, whenever he was on screen, I was most interested. Uh, but other than that, it's very much a slow burn, not a payoff that is really worth watching. So I'm going to say skip it. Anthony, what about yourself? It's going to be a skip it for me. All right, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I, like you already said everything else. I, just, I already usually have a little couple more uh, words you want to drop in. If you like cards, don't watch. Don't movie. watch this movie. <laughs> if you like to like movies, don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to round us up with three for three here. Skip it. This is uh, not for me. Not uh, I did not enjoy this movie. But you know what? It is going to be available September 10th. So if this is something that you think you'd want to go see after watching the trailer or listening to a review, definitely go ahead and give it a watch and let us know what you think of it at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Right into us. Thank you so much for listening to the Movie Podcast review of The Card Counter. Don't forget, you can catch a new episode of The Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out for reviews episodes just like this one on all the latest movies and series also follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok letterboxd and check out our show notes for all those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next